Welcome to the Autoimmune Thriver Method podcast. On this podcast, we will talk about real life, practical and transformative methods that will leave you motivated and empowered to take an active and proactive approach to feeling alive again with autoimmune. I am Cordula, Hashimoto's and PCOS Thriver, certified holistic nutritionist, your host of this show, and the founder of the Gut Health and Energy Breakthrough Program. I am deeply passionate about shining light on the immense impact nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle choices have for you to go from surviving to thriving. So let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. So this episode today will be another episode just by myself. In the past couple of episodes, I brought you some guest speakers, and I hope that you guys had amazing time listening to those two episodes. They were really, really good. If you haven't caught them yet, do go catch them. We talked about the lymphatic system with a lymphatic specialist, as well as the Ayurveda approach to gut health and gut healing with the amazing Dr. Shivani Gupta. So really great episodes to go back and listen to. This time though, I do want to take my time again and come to you just by myself because I want to share a lot about weight loss roadblocks today. Weight loss roadblocks is something that I have been experiencing myself and that I see is happening a lot with Hashimoto's, thyroiditis, women, of course. And honestly, I will say that my approach to weight loss has changed dramatically since I was first diagnosed with Hashimoto's. Now I approach weight loss from a little bit of a different perspective than what I have done 10 years ago. I'm doing that for several reasons, which I will discuss today. And I'm doing that because I have been seeing much better results with my uh, modified approach to weight loss that I have been implementing myself and that I have been teaching my clients. So if you're somebody who is struggling with weight loss, you're not alone. There is a lot of women out there that are struggling with weight loss for one reason or another. So a lot of women that I speak with do have Hashimoto's, and if that is you, you will relate. A lot of people with Hashimoto's do believe that once they have their thyroid medication, their thyroid hormone supplementation dialed in, that weight loss will automatically come their way. And they're asking me questions such as, how long after I dialed in my levels with my thyroid, will I be seeing my weight loss goals? Or I get questions such as, I have been dialing in my thyroid levels. My labs are great. I get great results from my endo, um, great testimonials from my endo that everything is going well, but I can't seem to shed the weight and it's really starting to affect me. So these type of questions come our way and I myself, I've struggled with weight loss after I had given birth to my second daughter and I was back then just diagnosed with Hashimoto's myself and was extremely inflamed. My whole body was extremely inflamed and extremely under stress. So unfortunately, the 
response that I will have to give these ladies and that I have to come to realize is that dialing in your thyroid hormones on its own is not going to give your body what it needs in order to shed the weight. Because most of the weight is actually being put on your body due to inflammation when it comes to autoimmune, especially Hashimoto's. So I know it's a very unpopular statement and women are saying, but that doesn't make any sense because, you know, I'm living a great lifestyle and I am eating the proper foods and um, I'm cutting out all of the inflammatory foods that I'm supposed to be cutting out. I'm, I'm exercising. I'm exercising every day. I'm exercising much more than I used to and still the weight is not coming off. And see, here is where we have to shift our paradigm. Here is exactly what we need to change in order for us to see weight loss that is caused or that is due to inflammation in your body. So today I will give you the main three roadblocks that I see in women like that, that have done everything, quote unquote, and are still not losing the weight, which is frustrating to them. But before I do that, I want to talk a little bit about what weight loss is and what weight loss is not and how we can determine if we are a good candidate for weight loss. And yes, I know that sounds a little bit uh, weird, but I will tell you exactly what I mean by that in a moment. The original weight loss theme was created honestly by media. We have this picture-perfect model size in our brain that we see or that we used to see on billboards, that we see in advertisement, that we see on social media, which is truly suggesting to us that we all have to be one size fits all, one size, one shape is the way to go, is the way to look like from an aesthetic point, and it's the way to be healthy. What we're not taking into consideration is that we are all unique. All of us have different body shapes. We have our unique metabolism. We have our own unique body shape. We have our own unique lifestyle that we are doing on a daily basis. Some of us are athletes. Some of us are sitting at a desk a lot during the day. Some of us are mothers. Some of us are not mothers. We are all in different states of our lives. Some of us are in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Our body changes every year, every season of our lives. Our bodies are changing and they're supposed to be changing. That is the way of the world. That is how nature has created us. So we're looking at this one frame that we all try to fit all of us in, in order to quote unquote, look healthy and be healthy. So when somebody comes to me and asks me how I can help with weight loss on their weight loss journey, I always like to start with the reason why they are looking for weight loss. Is the reason why they're looking for weight loss to fit into that framework that they have been suggested by media and, and by their environment? Is that something they feel they need to fit in? Or is weight loss a goal 
because they are needing it in order to become healthy, to become vibrant and radiant and to reduce inflammation in their bodies. That is the number one question that I ask and that I encourage everybody to ask themselves before you start a weight loss journey, because it can become very important to actually see results depending on which camp you're in. So when we're talking about weight loss, we're talking a lot about extra weight that has not been able to release by your body, which means that a lot of us with autoimmune is because of inflammatory processes, our body does not feel safe to release weight for various reasons. But in order to heal your body, in order to heal and in order to bring balance back into our bodies, we need a surplus of energy. Healing requires energy. If you are on a healing journey and not in the maintenance phase, there's, it's a different phase, but if you're actively starting to heal your body because you're experiencing a lot of symptoms and weight loss is one of the symptoms you experience, your body needs a surplus of energy, which in turn means a surplus of foods, and that oftentimes comes from whole foods. So a lot of women are underestimating that part, and they go into restricting calories because they have been told, again, by various media outlets and the mainstream paradigm that calories in and calories out is basically what helps you lose the weight, that you have to count your calories, you have to count your food, you have to decrease the calories, you have to decrease the food, you have to ramp up the exercise, decrease the food at the same time in order to lose the weight. Now, if that would be that easy, nobody would have issues doing it if you stuck to that sort of protocol. But what I see is that people are actually doing it and they're not seeing results. In fact, they're putting on more weight. And this is what I'm talking about today. So a lot of women are under eating. They are under eating. They're cutting the calories to such a point that they're actually starting to starve their cells. They're starving their cells of energy. And if your body does not have energy, if your body does not feel as if there is a steady source of nutrients that it needs for healing, because remember, the healing process needs a surplus of energy, it will actually backfire on you and it will go into a state of stress. Because weight loss in itself is a stressor that you're putting on your body. Because you are basically taking away a source of fuel that your body has created to dip into for times of distress that your body feels are coming its way. So what I mean by that is you're under eating, you're undernourishing your body by not giving it enough nutrients to dip into for the healing process which sends a message to your brain saying that, you know, you got to be careful because there is starvation on its way. And the brain is reacting by telling the adrenals to put out the cortisol. 
your stress hormone that is keeping you alert, that is keeping you in a state of stress, of fight and flight, in order to deal with whatever is coming your way. So you'll see how it all now connects that if you're under eating, you're increasing your cortisol output. When you're increasing your cortisol output, you at the same time increase blood sugar levels because cortisol by nature is a hormone that part of its function is to increase energy in your body so that you can stay alert during stressful times, that you can cope with the stressors, which requires energy. And how do we get energy? We get energy by breaking down sugar storages in your body. So the sugar that you store is being released into the body, which increases your blood sugar, which then has to increase your insulin, which tries to put it away again into the cells because blood sugar can only be so high in your body, in your blood, so not to kill you really. And when that happens, that sugar that is not being put into the cells is actually being put into fat cells for storage purposes again. So that was just really a rough bird's eye perspective on that whole procedure, on the whole function that is happening, the whole process that is happening in your body with cortisol, blood sugar, and um, under eating. So the first thing that I do is I take a look and I see that a lot of women are under eating. If you are under eating, your body will not get the nutrients that it needs for healing again. I'm just repeating myself here, but it's really, really important to understand. A lot of women come to me and that actually increase their, the amount of nutrients that are eating and they become fearful. They have created that fear around food and they say, I feel like I'm eating all the time. And is that not like contradictive to my purpose of losing weight? And I tell them, you will see if you stick with it, if you eat your whole foods recipes that you are giving your body the nutrients that you're amplifying and bringing into your body consistently, repeatedly during proper timing, proper meal balancing, all of these things, you will see that your body will start to feel safe because your body will start to see that there is a steady incoming source of nutrients that your body can dip into for healing and then the weight will start to shift over time. So this is just something I wanted to say up front to you guys for you to see that weight loss might not always be easy to achieve just by cutting calories and really following that calorie in calorie out protocol. Another thing I wanted to also mention here is that you will have to assess if you are in a position right now to be able to lose the weight that you want to lose. If you are a right candidate for losing the weight right now. And I'm saying that because I will now go into the weight loss roadblocks, which will show you, which will illuminate to you if weight loss might be something that you'll have to deal with at a later point in your journey. So I heard this amazing practitioner talk about the body as a bathtub. So I don't want to butcher it here. I'll try to repeat what she said. It was just so powerful that I really wanted to share that with you. 
she compared the body with a bathtub. She says, if your bathtub is already filled to the brim, you will first have to make room in order to lose the weight. You have to basically turn off the faucet. You have to make room in that bathtub to add another stressor of weight loss to it. There are some questions that you can ask yourself. Think about some stressors in your life. So the bathtub is full with stressors. Your body is filled with stressors in your life, right? That can be your boss. That can be um, a long commute. That can, can be getting stuck in traffic. Maybe you're in a stressful home situation. Your relationship is suffering right now. Maybe you're experiencing financial stress, which is huge these days after a two-year pandemic. Perhaps there's an illness in one of your family members. We are just experiencing a health crisis with our grandmother, which is very stressful. Maybe you're overwhelmed with your schedules, with uh, looking after your children, you know. Uh, maybe you always feel underwater as if you can't come up to the surface because you're so overburdened with a lot of things in your life. You know, even having a chronic illness in itself can be a stressor, right? There's other things too, such as the more deeper stressors that came into your life, the childhood stress, repressed emotions, even dietary stress, always thinking about the foods that you cannot eat, always coming from a state of lack. Maybe you have low blood sugar. Maybe you're intermittent fasting, which is a huge stressor. So think about all of these stressors that are filling up your bathtub. And then you layer on other stressors, another layer of stressors, such as insomnia. Maybe your sleep is off. Maybe you're exercising too much. Maybe you're over-exercising. Maybe you're putting your body into a physical stress, right? You're under-eating, as I talked about before. You're restricting calories. So when you're having a bathtub that is full with all of these factors, if you are trying to then additionally add weight loss to that, if you're trying to lose weight, your bathtub is going to overflow, which means that you will not see weight loss in your life but you will see additional weight put on most of the time, or you will see flares and increase of inflammation in your body. So really self-audit and self-evaluate if the moment in time right now in your life is a good moment, it's actually a good time for you to attempt to lose the weight. Because honestly, the right time is just never dictated by a calendar, right? It's always dictated by your context. So it's super important to realize that and to come from a place of grace and from a place of patience and assessment and awareness of your body and where you find yourself right now in this season of your life. So once you have done that, I will now talk about the weight loss roadblocks that I see most women are experiencing when they're not experiencing the weight loss they're looking for. I mentioned before that in order to heal, you need a surplus of energy, a surplus of food, right? So a surplus of good, healthy, nutrient-dense foods, whole foods that your body can dip into in order to heal. And the biggest factor that I see when it comes to energy in women is honestly, hands down, the lack of sleep. So when you think about most people in the States sleep two and a half hours less 
Then they slept in the 1970s. That is huge. That is a huge amount of time that we are spending awake, not sleeping, not resting, not recuperating. Honestly, everybody that I've been speaking with in my clinical practice are experiencing a level of insomnia or sleep difficulties to one degree or another. It's almost as if it becomes that badge of honor in this day and age to be busy all the time. It's that cult of productivity, of busyness, of we feel we owe something to everybody so that we have to give all the time, that we If we just sit back and relax, that that we're being seen as being lazy. If we start to look after ourselves, we're being seen as lazy, not as productive, not as, you know, what we're supposed to be doing. This type of mindset. So typically speaking, uh, most of us need anywhere between seven and nine hours of sleep. And it is extremely important for energy production. It's extremely important for detoxification purposes. So detoxification happens at night. Your liver is at its most active state at night while your digestion is coming to a standstill at night. Your whole digestive system winds down while your detoxification system ramps up. During a certain time at night, your body is actually almost paralyzed by nature. So your breathing slows down, your body temperature goes down, you're, you don't have any sort of muscle reflex anymore except for breathing and heart, of course. But anything else is really almost, you're almost in a, like in a paralyzed state. And that is because the body uses all of its energy to detoxify your system, to bring in the cleanup crew at night to make sure that all of those toxins that have been coming in from the outside, but also have been created from the inside through metabolic processes are being cleared out of your system. So if you are not sleeping well, if you're not getting the seven to nine hours of sleep, if you're waking up throughout the night because you have to pee, if you wake up because your heart starts to race and you're waking up out of nowhere and can't go back to sleep, Or let's say if you even can't wind down at night, if it takes you hours to actually fall asleep, those are all sleep difficulties that you will have to deal with in order to create energy. Because if you are not detoxifying your body throughout the night, the waste material that your body is trying to purge is being recirculated in your body which then takes away from your energy and it starts to increase inflammation in your body. So undersleeping, if you will, will impair your insulin reactivity. It increases gut permeability, aka leaky gut. It increases inflammation. It impairs immune function. It then also increases appetite and cravings, as you all know, right? If we don't get enough sleep, we wake up hungry and we have um, cravings for food that we know are not going to help us. It also impairs cognition, you get brain fog, and your brain is just not functioning at a maximum capacity. So it's really going to be important to take a look at your sleep patterns and work on your sleep so that you can dial in your sleep so that it can help in all of these areas that I just described. Because if you don't, it's going to absolutely compound all of your other health issues. So get the eight hours of sleep at night. 
if you really have legit insomnia, then I would say get your hormones tested. Your hormones are like your ground zero for sleep, your cortisol, your insulin, and all of your sex hormones as well. So if you're dealing with sleep issues that are not necessarily caused by hormonal imbalances, you feel it's a lifestyle thing that needs to change, you feel that you are on technology way too long, you feel that you are not starting your day in the right way, I would absolutely suggest to the first thing that you do is start to create a solid morning routine where you can start to dial in your circadian rhythm, which is going to help your hormone balance, the cortisol, the insulin, the estrogen, testosterone, all of these things in the long run. There's so many tools and strategies that I teach my clients on a daily basis and guide them through to implement on how to create daily habits around sleep that are becoming very important when we're talking about weight loss goals. So that was the number one. Number two is high cortisol. So high cortisol automatically comes with sleep issues. However, you can also have high cortisol when you're not experiencing sleep issues. High cortisol is really connected to the HPA axis dysfunction. So hypothalamus, pituitary, adrenal axis dysfunction. Elevated cortisol can absolutely contribute to weight gain. And it really becomes that cycle because adipose fat, so the the fat that is deposited around your abdomen, actually makes cortisol. So again, another reason to get your stress in check. Get your cortisol levels tested. There's an amazing test that you can do. Um, It's called Dutch test, D-U-T-C-H, which checks all of your hormones over the course of a 24-hour period. So you get all the ups and downs. You get to see the rhythm that your hormones are following throughout the day. Gives you a really great idea of to see where your cortisol levels are at. If your cortisol levels are dysregulated, you are automatically having issues with blood sugar imbalances, which is part of my step three, my third point here. But let's stick with cortisol a little bit. If your cortisol is high, you might see yourself having issues winding down at night. Because your cortisol levels are supposed to go down in the evening as your melatonin levels go up. Cortisol and melatonin are almost like the sun and the moon. When one goes up, the other goes down and uh, vice versa. So if you find that you're really getting that second wind at night where you feel, oh my goodness, finally I have that energy to get all my errands done, to clean the house, to look after the kids, to um, do my exercise, to do my studying, to do all of these things at night, I finally do the dishes and all of these things come six, seven o'clock at night. That is a really big sign that your cortisol levels are spiking where they should be going down or that they're chronically elevated and are not going down, which means that you absolutely will have to address your stress management because uh, I talked about that before. The cortisol is your stress hormone. It's one of its major functions is to keep your body alert during an episode of stress. 
So in this day and age, we're so, so engaged in worldly matters that we have to always be plugged in. We always have to be available. We always have to be there for, for everybody. We always have to be plugged in to see what's happening in the world. We have all of these worries. We have all of these issues that I described earlier, the financial pressure that we think about, our children, our, you know, whatever it is, it looks different for everybody that we focus on so much that our bodies are actually constantly almost locked in to tense, stressful state of mind. And so I see it happening all the time that we start to really wreak havoc on our hormones if we're not allowing ourselves to wind down, to manage the stress in a mindful way, to analyze our stress triggers, to understand what is causing us stress and then to proactively put tools and strategies into place to deal with the stress, to bring ourselves to a point of relaxation mindfully and proactively, and to allow our bodies to really dial things down, to allow our brain to get a break, to allow ourselves to rest and digest. I was just going to say that's for the digestive system, super important. But we'll have to really hop off the train of busyness and feeling that it's obligatory to run around like a crazy chicken all the time, um, not allowing ourselves to wind down and to really give ourselves time to just hang out with ourselves in our, you know, imagination and our dreams and our, our goals and our hopes and dreams that we have for ourselves. And that is a very different topic that I would like to do a podcast episode around at one point. But yeah, it's just the idea of really mindfully understanding, being aware of what is causing us stress. It's interesting because I have created a whole program around that for my clients. It's a three-month stress management program that I send a lot of my clients through that are dealing with inflammation and weight loss goals in order to, number one, become aware of their body, really figuring out what your stress triggers are and addressing them in different ways that work for you. So it's, it's a very important topic. So get your cortisol levels tested, become intuitive, feel if your sleep is out of balance, you know, even if you feel that you get um, dizziness or you get, sometimes you get the heart starts to race, or sometimes you feel super sluggish to get up in the morning, so sluggish, so brain fogged, but then in the evening, you're almost ramping up. Those are all signs and flags that your cortisol levels out of balance. So when that happens, when cortisol levels are out of balance, what will happen is inflammation will become another contributor to weight gain. So I made a lot of points here where, um, you know, tied in the cortisol and the insulin and the blood sugar, which is honestly one of the key pieces that I see my ladies come to me with, and they're not even aware of it. The blood sugar imbalance is such a downstream effect of 
cortisol imbalances and insomnia and sleep issues, it's not even funny anymore. It's almost like its own pandemic that I see on its own. And honestly, that is why I have created my uh, four-week nutrition program, which is called Blood Sugar Mastery. I have, honestly, I have pulled out the Blood Sugar Mastery Nutrition Program. It's a 28-day, it's a four-week program in which I teach everybody how to balance the blood sugar. It's because it is so, so important. I see that a lot of women that come to me will have to honestly start there. They come to me with blood sugar imbalances that impact their sleep, it impacts their cognition, hormones, their brain fog, their energy. It's honestly the first place where we need to start with people to put a dent into their inflammation response and to get them to feel better. And it's a nice area to start working on too for you guys because it is something that is very responsive. So working on your blood sugar will have an immediate effect on your sleep, on your cortisol levels, and on your inflammation. So inflammation caused by blood sugar imbalances is my third point as a weight loss roadblock. Let me explain to you why. So typically blood sugar imbalances are almost seen in everybody that I work with, like I just described. And by the way, if you want to hop on board on the Blood Sugar Mastery Program, the 28-day program, it's actually coming out again. I'll be running it again in September. So we're starting September 5th. I'm starting the enrollment right now. So I have a special bonus going on for the month of August. If you sign up now for a September 5th start, you will get an additional one hour consultation. Like all my one-on-one clients get regularly, you'll get a one hour consultation for yourself where I can create a customized nutrition plan for you before you even start the four-week program in September. So If you hop on now during the month of August and pay in full, you will get that extra bonus. So join us. It's going to be an amazing experience. I see a lot of women learn so much, take so much out of it that they can start to then really level up their healing journey just by knowing how to balance the blood sugar. And it is so important because blood sugar imbalances causes inflammation because the sugar that is being released from your storage in your body into the bloodstream is actually causing damage in your cells. So sugar is highly inflammatory. When you find yourself on the blood sugar roller coaster, you find yourself that you are experiencing very quick severe energy dips throughout the day. When you find yourself at one o'clock, typically anywhere between one o'clock and three o'clock in the afternoon, where you get so fatigued that you either grab the next coffee or your sugar cravings go through the roof, which is your body talking to you and telling you, oh my goodness, my blood sugar just dipped too low. I need something quick in order for me to get that blood sugar up. Because If your blood sugar dips too low, it sends a warning sign to the brain because sugar is the main source of energy for your brain. And if that source is gone, your brain is going into a full-on panic mode. 
So there's nothing you can do. You run to the coffee shop, you get your coffee, or you grab that chocolate bar because, I mean, your physical body just wants to survive. So if you find yourself in that cycle of sluggishness and then, you know, energy goes up quickly, you feel maybe dizziness upon waking up, or you feel a lightheadedness throughout the day, or when you do maybe your yoga exercises on the floor and you get up quickly, you feel, oh my goodness, you have to steady yourself for a minute. Those are all blood sugar imbalances that are happening in your body. And so blood sugar is something that you need to dial in. It's super important in order to stabilize also your cortisol response. As soon as your blood sugar becomes stable, your cortisol levels will start to stabilize as well. Because you need to understand that when blood sugar dips too low, what is the hormone that is actually starting to trigger allows your body to bring energy back into your blood, it's cortisol. Cortisol is breaking down muscle storage. Cortisol is breaking down glucose um, storage in the liver, in your fat cells, in order to release that sugar into your blood. So your brain sends that message to your adrenals, adrenals, give me that cortisol right now because I need to bring that blood sugar back up. And that is one of the responses that your body's going through every time your blood sugar dips. So you can see how you are starting to really put a lot of pressure on your adrenals, a lot of pressure on the hormone balance of the cortisol and the insulin response. So the insulin response is also involved in that because the insulin response is basically what comes after the cortisol response, right? So now the cortisol response allowed sugar to get into your blood, but it comes in and then you probably eat that chocolate bar or you probably have that cup of coffee. So now you have all of a sudden a lot of, you know, sugar that is circulating in your blood, which is not good because it can actually kill your body if at any given time there is too much sugar in your blood and your body would never allow that. So what happens is that insulin now comes in, insulin being the hormone that is basically your storage hormone. Insulin comes in, tries to put that sugar back into the cells for energy production. And if that happens on a regular basis, if there's always insulin response happening regularly, increasingly in, in high amounts, it's almost like the cells in your body feel solicited by that insulin. It's almost as if when somebody comes to your door and always knocks on your door and asks, I have something for free that gives you great energy. Here you go, take it. And you take it and you fill your house with this energy, but then you have enough. And then this person comes knocking on your door again and again and again for you to take more and more and more. You say, wait a second, I have enough of this. I don't need any more. So um, if that happens in the cell, then your cells will not open the door for the insulin anymore and they become insulin resistant. And when that happens, the extra sugar is being stored in fat cells. So you can see the importance of blood sugar regulation in your body when it comes to weight loss also. 
Okay, now this was a very long-winded explanation around blood sugar, but I get really passionate about it because it's such a important factor. And a lot of women don't believe that they do have blood sugar imbalances. Most of them haven't even heard that term before. It's something that I had to dial in for myself a lot because I was dealing with insulin resistance for the majority of my life prior my Hashimoto's diagnosis and then during my Hashimoto's diagnosis the first years after. So it's something that needs to be put back into place, which will also then result in weight loss for sure. So just to quickly summarize, I talked about sleep. I talked about high cortisol and I talked about inflammation due to blood sugar imbalances as three of the main weight loss roadblocks that you experience on your health journey if weight loss is part of your goals that you're setting for yourself in order to get vibrant and healthy and radiant. So um, I hope this episode was helpful for you guys. And um, just again to let you know that if that is something that really hits home for you, and if that's something that you want to dial in this piece of blood sugar balance, I encourage you to sign up for the Blood Sugar Mastery Program that is coming up on September 5th. It's honestly going to be a game changer for you because you are not only going to be eating blood sugar balancing meals that I have created for you, that I have curated for you. So you go on a nutrition plan, on a four-week nutrition plan. There, I have vegetarian meal plans and I have omnivore meal plans, but you will also get my training, the teaching, the information that you need in order to also implement food combining and when to eat, what type of food to eat, when, how to dial in the blood sugar from a lifestyle perspective, how is the supplementation that can be extremely helpful in order to dial in blood sugar, the right type of um, supplementation. Uh, we're going to be talking about stress management and how that plays a role in blood sugar balance and management. You do get the 24-7 support on my end as you're being onboarded onto my practitioner platform. So you get the nutrition plan, you get the eating, you get the implementing, but you also get the knowledge, the education, and you can reach out to me for support nonstop during the whole month of September. So it's really amazing. It can be a really amazing tool for you to get started on dialing that in for you to decrease your inflammation and then perhaps even kickstart your weight loss journey that way. So I will link the program link into the show notes. Uh, you can reach out to me anytime. You can always send me an email as well. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. Enjoy the rest of your week and I hope that I'll see you again next time. In the meantime, whenever you start implementing certain tools or strategies that I talk about on these podcasts, please share with me. I really would like to see if this information is making an impact in your life. All right, I will see you again very soon and have a wonderful day. <music>